0: Hi, I'm Tony Stubblebein, founder and CEO of the Lyft app, and you are listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host,
1: Paul the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul the App Guy. Welcome to an episode of the App Guy podcast. Uh, My name is Paul Kemp and I am your host. Uh, My job is uh, to get some of the best guests that I can uh, to help your career, whether you're into apps, whether you're a solopreneur, if you are building apps in your spare time, whatever it may be, then this is the podcast to help you, inspire you in your journey. And uh, to do that today, I've got uh, Sean Casto. Uh, Sean Casto is the founder of PreApps. And he's going to talk about uh, his business. And the way this came about is that one of your, the Appster Tribe listeners uh, came to me, uh, mentioned Pre-Apps. I took a look at it, and I was just thrilled when Sean said, yeah, I can come on the show. So, Sean, welcome to the App Guy podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. Excited to be here.
1: Yeah, wonderful. Could you tell us a little bit about Preapps and how could it help uh, us as app developers?
0: Absolutely. So, uh, Pre-Apps is the leading pre-launch mobile marketing and discovery platform out there. Uh, we provide developers with an outlet to create pre-launch buzz, uh, viral marketing, access to beta testers, and rapid downloads upon release through our signature notify me functionality in which uh, users can go and opt to get notified instantly the app gets released so that the developer can uh, potentially notify 1,000 or even 100,000 of interested users to download their app. Our vision is to to be the launch vehicle for, for the best apps coming soon and to ensure that apps are successful by providing developers with the tools and knowledge and the resources to position their app for success from pre-launch to post-launch. So the typical developer posts their app uh, on our platform about 30 days before they go live in order to again get access to early adopters, beta testers and build that following pre-launch so they can have a successful post-launch. We also offer a suite of of marketing services uh, such as uh, demo video production, app store optimization, uh, even app review submission in which we will submit your app to over 150 of the top app review sites out there and through our strategic relationships over the last two years can guarantee that some of these top sites will actually review your app.
1: Well, this is great, Sean, because one of the big, big questions I always get, in fact, it's actually one of the big themes to come out of 192-odd episodes that I've done, is how to build a presence before launching, how to actually have a launch strategy. And We've had a number of uh, app developers go through how they do it But uh, I'd love to get into the specifics of actually uh, the pre-launch phase because that's, again, one of the big themes uh, that I've picked up upon. So uh, just to understand it then, uh, three days before launch, you can actually list on your uh, website and uh, then you've got a a big audience of uh, beta testers who will start to play around with the app, rate it and uh, give feedback and that sort of stuff.
0: Exactly. So we advise developers to post their app at least 30 days before they go live. We see some developers post their app five days. Some some apps are posted six months before they go live. In order to gain access and connect with early adopters and beta testers and app enthusiasts, uh, to be able to gain feedback on on their app, uh, whether it be design, features, functionality, and and build that following uh, so they can really collect interest and build that audience before launch, therefore increasing sales and app ranking instantaneously with opt-in user downloads the day of release through our signature notify me functionality. And interested users will be sent a text message with a link to download their app in the app store the moment the app goes live.
1: Well, this is wonderful then. So uh, is it both for iOS and Android?
0: We are. So we're actually cross-platform on iOS, Android, and Windows. um, And we're, you know, across all different categories. Our most popular uh, categories are definitely gaming, entertainment, productivity, social network, and, and photos and videos.
1: So I'm just, I'm wondering uh, from an iOS perspective, how it actually works then, because I guess you do you need to have the, uh, I'm finding it, I mean, as an app developer, we, we have to go through the App Store, the Apple App Store, and it has to have an Apple review. Uh, it's, uh, you have a limited number of uh, users who can actually uh, uh, download, you know, pre-app approval, download your app. So, so does it is it actually, uh, does it have to be approved on the App Store before then going into pre-apps?
0: That's a fantastic question, Paul, and I'm glad you asked. Uh, So actually, we're not uh, collecting any code or SDK of any of that nature. All that you're posting on our platform are strictly your icon, your screenshot, your description, and the assets in which you would view on the app store. So the users cannot actually actually download the app uh, from our platform, but they can get notified when the app gets released. They can also opt to beta test the app, which simply means that you will get an email from an interested user saying that this uh, user of this demographic, of this age range, of this occupation, of this type of device is interested in beta testing your app. And then it's up to the developer on utilizing either test flight or hockey or or, uh, applause or different uh, distribution frameworks to uh, distribute that app to that particular beta tester.
1: Yeah, because I, I tell you, I, I can't say who told me this, but one of the previous guests, quite a big startup founder, who's got a huge app himself, did actually say that there's a almost like a sneaky way now of doing it. It's, it's not uh, against Apple rules, but it's not, uh, uh, you know, sort of promoted by Apple, and it's the enterprise account. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I guess... Um, I'm not sure how much you can say, but uh, it's my understanding that if you get an enterprise account, then it actually gives you quite wide distribution to a big audience of uh, beta testers potentially.
0: Absolutely. So we have a number of developers that actually utilize the enterprise um, you know distribution. It is kind of a a, a loop in the system uh, in which you know the developers actually get access to you know almost an unlimited number of of um, of testers. However, with that being said, um, Apple, since acquiring TestFlight, I believe has recently launched. Uh, I, I believe it's a month or two ago that you can now have up to a thousand uh, external testers, uh, as opposed to the previous one hundred um, testers that you that were, was restricted before. So, uh, you know, Apple is understanding this need in in, uh, in this space and in this ecosystem. So they're finally, uh, you know, taking down the barriers and, and allowing developers to actually. Have at least a thousand um, beta testers.
1: You notice how uh, when we talk about Apple, it's, it's very nervous to criticize them because uh, I'm in their iTunes uh, <laughs> store. I've got apps in their app store, and uh, right. you know ultimately they can play God and, and just kick me out. So uh, exactly. we all we all love Apple, and uh, but but yeah, one of the big challenges is uh, you know I guess getting it in the hands of a lot of testers. Uh, some app developers would set up multiple accounts and uh, then distribute it that way, but it's obviously easier that they've uh, widened that network of. Uh, Potential beta testers. Uh, so, like, um, the uh, when you uh, did you actually uh, how would you get these beta testers? Um, what sort of attracts people to come to your pre-apps um, website and, and nominate themselves as beta testers?
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good question as well. So, I mean, a- as you know, apps are, are really changing people's lives, right? They're changing their lives in entertainment, education, healthcare, uh, even even gaming. And our aim is to connect apps. Uh, exciting apps that are really changing the world to to early adopters and and, and tech enthusiasts out there, um, to, so that consumers can find out the next social networking app that's going to be better than Snapchat, uh, the next music app that's going to be better than Pandora, or even the next gaming app that's more addicting than Candy Crush. And our aim is to really connect uh, you know early adopters with with these apps coming soon. In order to produce, you know, higher quality and more successful apps into the marketplace, and so we've, we've utilized a number of different value propositions for consumers to commonly connect and, and gain access and early, early access to uh, these exciting apps coming soon. Uh, we have our virtual award currency system in which we actually reward users for discovering apps coming soon. We actually provide uh, app recommendations in which, which consumers can tell us about their interests, what they like and dislike, and then we can recommend exciting apps coming soon to them. Um, and so we're, we've been able over the last two years to really build up our, our user community of early adopters and beta testers to, to provide great value to, to our developers.
1: Uh, don't you love the time we're living in? It's just so fantastic. And, uh, you know, in terms about your journey as well, Sean, how did you end up with this business? Did you acquire it? Is it your idea? To, to perhaps you could kind of take a step back and talk us through how you actually made this a reality because it's just so awesome.
0: Sure. I'm the founder and CEO of the operation. Um, I I created pre-apps from idea, concept to to what it is today. Um, and I'm an app developer myself, so I built apps on my own um, and I understand firsthand the struggles that developers face to get their app out there, creating this pre-launch marketing strategy and launching into into the App Store on Google Play. And So I built pre-apps to really provide developers with the tools and knowledge and the resources to to ensure their app becomes successful in the App Store. The idea was first conceived about uh, three or four years ago, actually, when I was uh, networking here in Boston, and there was a a mobile app networking event for developers and and app enthusiasts to connect, and it was called uh, Drinks on Tap, in which uh, developers could go and demo their app that they're working on to, to an event in a room full of individuals in order to gain feedback and build that buzz and get some excitement going around their their upcoming launch and I was just so fascinated about this event and I thought it was just so awesome to be able to one you know find out what apps are coming out uh, into into the market to to be able to connect early adopters investors and, and developers all in one place to provide feedback and, and, and build that buzz and build that anticipation and provide uh, you know the right tools and resources to Help that developer become successful, and so I saw that that value into that room. I saw the excitement of what was going on with the developers and the and the users and, and and the investors in that in that environment, and I realized this this is something that really needs to be opened up to to the entire ecosystem into that market uh, of the mobile app uh, industry. And so, I uh, started off you know creating the framework of what pre apps is today, and month over month we've been progressing uh, very rapidly, and we now have. More apps users than we've ever had before. Uh, so to date, we've now served over 2,000 mobile apps in the last 18 months, uh, counting to over 60 million in client downloads. And we've also partnered with Microsoft, uh, Samsung, Amazon, and uh, been collaborating with Apple and Google as well.
1: Oh, what a wonderful story! And uh, I love Boston. I, I spent many a trip over there when I was doing my old job in the city, and. Uh, and the fact is like I just want to pick up on something you mentioned which is y- you actually went and solved some of the problems that you were facing yourself and again another big theme it seems like all the successful startup founders f- kind of find a real problem in the marketplace you know something that they need to solve themselves uh, and they go ahead and they they figure out solutions and ultimately that then leads them to success rather than you know what we've we've seen in the past, where people just try and copycat other ideas uh, with, without actually giving too much uh, thought through. And so, w- what would you say about you know to anyone who's trying to solve a problem with an app? Uh, it, is is that the best place to focus?
0: Uh, sure. I mean, it, there's a number of factors involved on, on obviously creating a successful app. Uh, you know, having the right concept, the, the competitive advantage the uniqueness of it, but also, you know, the U, UI and, and the right marketing, right? And so it, it's very interesting how, how some developers will create an app and they believe that it, it, it's, you know, it'll be the next huge success. However, they put no effort toward, towards marketing. I mean, uh, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, all those very successful um, apps and platforms out there were not the first of their time. I mean, there were hundreds of apps before them that tried to, to provide a, a similar value proposition. Yet these apps uh, succeeded because of a number of different factors involved. And a lot of it ha- had to do with marketing and the UI and the consumer base that they were able to gather.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that we don't really hear about, do we? Uh, the the marketing budgets behind some of these really big successful apps. And I get so many uh, app developers come up to me and ask me, uh, you know, Paul, I want to, I've got this great idea for a WhatsApp type app and, uh, and they just end up building something and put it on the uh, app store and, And then they watch their numbers dwindle, and uh, just discoverability, I guess, is one of the biggest uh, hurdles that we face of our time as app developers.
0: Exactly, exactly, and that's one of the reasons why I built pre apps is to really lower the, the the playing field between any developers and mid sized studios to the larger publishers out there. The larger publishers out there know exactly what's involved on creating and launching a successful app. And that includes you know, establishing pre-launch buzz, having this anticipation, having a following pre-launch, so that when, when they go live and they launch their app on the app store, they have you know, 100,000 to half a million uh, downloads ready to go, uh, as well as be able to fine tune the app through uh, beta testing, fully beta testing, and producing higher quality apps into the marketplace.
1: Yeah, it almost reminds me of episode 97, way back, almost 100 episodes ago, where uh, the app developer did do a joint venture and did a very uh, strong pre-launch sequence, uh, doing uh, teasing the audience almost uh, with promo codes and getting some beta testers uh, early on. And, and then there was uh, the this, this sequence that he went through and then ultimately uh, got to number six in the App Store uh, with his app called Caveman Feast. And uh, it just seemed to work really well, you know, the whole idea of a pre-app launch sequence.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't tell you how rewarding it is to to see, you know, our clients and our apps, uh, you know, hit the top charts. Just last week, we had three apps that reached the top 10 charts on the App Store. And it's just so rewarding to go through the App Store, you know, on the morning when I wake up and just seeing, you know, some of our clients just just killing on, on and the, you know, gaming category, entertainment, productivity.
1: Have you got any you can talk about, Sean? Any any uh, that, you know, uh, would allow you to talk through their, their successes on the, you know?
0: Sure. I mean, uh, you know, again, there's 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 dozens of case studies and success stories that we have. I actually, wrote an ebook um, that you can find called "App Success Stories: uh, How They Did It, and So Can You." That's available now on the app uh, on the Amazon Kindle, and, and as well as the App Store. Uh, but just most recently, last week um, and, and today, we have uh, Flagit, uh, which is a trivia game-based app, which is reaching the top fifty uh, on the App Store. Uh, last week, we had uh, Nico and Friends, which is another game app that reached the top. Uh, 20 app, uh, 20 uh, charts on on the gaming category. Uh, we also had Hunter Island, which is now I think below the top 10 uh, in the gaming category as well. So it's it's just so exciting to to be able to go through and see these apps and and, and be able to see the exposure that they're generating now and the down and the amount the amount of downloads that they're receiving. <laughs>
1: it's, it's so good that you're actually helping other indie app developers, you know, and uh, you. Because I guess we a lot of us um, you know don't know where to start with. Uh, a, marketing and a pre-launch sequence and again it's just a case of just getting the app out there and we've seen some really successful uh apps that were just wonderful i'm thinking back on uh my guest interview with um, the founder of square one mail and uh he ultimately uh, launched his app i think got one mention in TechCrunch, and then the app uh ultimately was pulled uh, about six months later and uh and they went on pivoted onto another app but uh just again, I need to reiterate: How important is it to have a, a pre-launch sequence?
0: Well, I mean, it's extreme. I mean, it's obviously not the only uh, importance, but it, it it is a factor when it comes to to, to the success of of, the, of these apps. Um, you know, it's important to be able to build that buzz, build that anticipation, but most importantly, to be able to have a successful launch date, right? And so, I couldn't tell you how many developers I work with and people that we talk to, and I'm like, oh, so what's your you know, go to market strategy? and they're like, oh, I'm not really sure. We're launching next week, but we're just fine- fine-tuning the app right now. And they literally have no idea, no, no plan to launch their app effectively on the App Store or Google Play, and they just expect it to, to uh, you know, reach the top charts. But when in reality, it just gets lost in the weeds with the other thousand apps introduced that day. And so our aim is to really, you know, if you want to really compete against your competitors, if you want to reach the top charts, if you really want to be a success in, in the mobile app space, you have to fully understand what's involved and the right uh, channels to be able to ensure that your app is going to get the downloads that it, that it should receive. Uh, and this includes you know, having users ready to go and downloading your app, providing quality reviews, being able to get uh, reviews on, on third party publications like App Advice, 148 apps, uh, and many other factors to be able to continue that momentum and build that, 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 uh, that launch out you know, three days out, four days out, and five days out to be able to continue with that momentum.
1: Yeah, we did have a, a another guest who said that uh, the first seven days in the app store is vitally important. Would you reiterate that? Uh, you know, how important is the first week?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you see, you see, apps just drop off the map um, a- after the first, you know, seven days. Um, it's it's with those first few days, and I and I, I reiterate that it's it's really come down to the first two days uh, of your app and, and its official launch to be able to. Um, reach the top charts, and it's really critical for for Apple's algorithms and and Google algorithms to understand if this app is going to be successful because, uh, and it also goes with updates as well, but for the initial launch is also, you know, critical. But, um, you know, it really comes down to be able to have a successful launch, build that momentum of of downloads and reviews, and volume and velocity is what it comes down to in order to ensure that your app is going to be ranked above others and go up the ladder uh, of its respective category.
1: You know, Sean, uh, let me just throw buy you one strategy that was mentioned to me very recently and uh, see if you have a view on this uh, So, someone suggested i think it was one, actually one of the previous guests that uh, you can put the uh, initial app and we're talking about an apple app here but i guess it would work on uh, google oh, no, no actually i'm not sure if it would because you uh, price the app uh, a reasonably reasonably high price for the first day uh, 24 hours 48 hours and then you reduce it to uh, zero i guess free uh, for the next few few days and what happens there all these um, websites that pick up on big discounts pick up that uh, price differential and enlist the app and you get uh, like a boost that way. Is, is that a strategy you've come across before?
0: That is a, a definitely an effective strategy but not when it comes to your official launch. I um, will highly advise having you know either just having your app be free or having it be paid whether it may, whether it may be other but having an effective marketing strategy in place to be able to get your app out there and then later on once you have updates and other features of functionality you can then utilize other marketing strategies such as you know dropping the price for you know for free for a week or two weeks or months in order to, to have those relationships with the other uh, price dropping and, and free, app, free app a day type of, of strategies. Um, they definitely proven to be successful, but not necessarily on the first uh, week of launch. Because if you can imagine, users aren't really going to care or, or, and or know if the app was, was previously paid or they may have not heard about the app. Uh, that's where kind of brand recognition comes into play and, and understanding you know, the apps involved.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, this is the App Guy podcast, and there's two more things we need to do before we say goodbye. Uh, One of them is that we we tend to try and flesh out an app idea from you, Sean. And uh, I mean, you must have just a wealth of ideas buzzing around and uh, some probably uh, already been uh, done. But uh, would you have an app idea, something that perhaps you haven't uh, started work on or, or don't plan to, but you'd be able to share with us?
0: Yeah, I guess I definitely can. So also one other um, kind of interesting component of, of, of pre-apps is we also have a forum called App Ideas. And the whole purpose of, of, of the forum is for consumers to, go by, to come and, and, and actually post their app idea in order to gain feedback, build your team, uh, connect with beta, uh, beta testers, and also connect with, with developers uh, and even investors to, to turn that idea into reality. Oh, well, there you go. You
1: could just go and uh, look at the top list of that then and uh, just give yeah, us the, uh, exactly. all those app ideas.
0: So it's uh, definitely one of our most popular features of our site because uh, consumers are, you know, everyone has, everyone and their mother has, has an app idea, but it really comes down to be able to uh, engage with the community and validate that idea and whether it's worthwhile to, to you know, turn that idea into reality. Um, and so that's, that's why I built, you know, this whole kind of forum component of it. Well, but you we, and I, you of, and I share um, the that's same that's
1: thing exactly. as well, Sean, you and I share the same thing, because uh, it's one of the most popular segments of this show is to to kind of flesh out an app idea. So it's obviously, uh, you know, again, the buzz of uh, just being in the app world. It's, uh, we, we just love kind of come out, coming up with these disruptive ideas.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: So what's your, what, what would you say, I mean, if you had to pick one from uh, all these things that are going on on your uh, forum, uh, of course, I'll be putting links to, uh, you know, the forum and all the other pre-app stuff that we can talk about on the uh, appguide.co uh, episode 193. Uh, so people can go and check that out if they're listening. Uh, so uh, do you have an app idea that you uh, would be able to flesh out with us today?
0: Uh, sure. I mean, there's there again, there's 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 hundreds of app ideas on our platform, uh, that I encourage you know, users to go and, and, and rate. Uh, but there, these app ideas range from you know, multi messaging, in which you have one app in which you're able to, to connect on, on Facebook, Twitter, and, and SM, SMS, all, all in one destination um, to, to kind of consolidate and curate all that information and have it one, be a one purpose type of, of app. That's actually one of our top apps, uh, app ideas. Um, I'm trying to think of another, another augmented reality app, which is really cool, in which uh, the, the consumer who created the app. App idea um, had the idea of being able to do uh, create augmented reality for product viewing and uh, be able to utilize your camera to have augmented reality when it comes to uh, different products and have it being you know uh, moving around and and be able to engage with consumers purchasing uh, power uh, through you know uh, augmented reality. That's also another popular app. Oh,
1: You've you given me another additional idea on top of that, which is you could almost have this augmented reality product. You know, as you're walking around the shop, you point to products. they, uh, And then they have like this auction type process where there's people bidding on the price and it's fluctuating. And then, you, you know, you have to make a purchase decision. Uh, I love it. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Yeah. To give some sort of urgency towards the purchase of that product.
0: Exactly. I love it. I think that's it's
1: definitely coming. It's definitely coming. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, I do encourage uh, people to go and check out all those ideas on your forum. Then it sounds like uh, you're one of our few guests who uh, have probably hundreds of ideas that uh, w- would be able to go through. Uh, so if you're struggling for any idea, just go and check out the forum and the link will be on the the appguide.co. Uh, the final question then is, uh, you know, this is the App Guy podcast. Love talking about apps. You must have your smartphone within reach. Do you have any apps, one or two, that you're able to recommend that we may not have come across before? It doesn't have to be a, a client app if you want to, you know, mention something uh, independent.
0: Sure, sure. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I'm what they call, you know, a, a app addict or an app, you know, definitely by far <laughs> yeah. an app enthusiast uh, to, to 100 degree. I mean, I download probably 10 to 20 new apps a day. Um, because you know, I'm in that space, I'm connecting with these developers, and I really want to you know what's coming out, what's new, and, and what's in the environment that's going to be able to help and benefit others. Uh, but when it comes to my you know, daily operation, uh, the apps that I use most is definitely you know, Mailbox, uh, fantastical calendar app, um, Google Analytics to monitor you know, our platform. Uh, for industry news, I, I look at TechCrunch. Um, when it comes to you know, products and, and those types of, uh, of uh, news, I go to Product Hunt. Uh, with their new app. Um, when it comes to games, um, I'm not that uh, as big into gaming, but there is one that's been getting some buzz now. It's called Catch, which is pretty addicting. Uh, obviously, you know I use Skype pretty frequently, LinkedIn pretty frequently, um, and also Snapchat on, on a regular basis. Um, but when it comes to like you know business and that operation, I definitely use you know, the, the more business uh, appropriate apps, um, in that manner as well.
1: Yeah. LinkedIn has really improved their app just recently. I must admit that I don't know what phone you're using the Android or the uh, iPhone, but suddenly I, I use the iPhone and the, uh, app on LinkedIn is, is definitely getting a lot better. There's just a few things that I'd love them to improve, but, uh, it's got more usable. That's for sure.
0: Excellent. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I, I have an iPhone. Um, 5s now that i'll be getting the iphone 6 pretty soon but uh I, yeah i definitely use linkedin on a regular basis it's a great it's a great app
1: yeah and also so so i have to say that in all, all 193 episodes i've recorded uh that's probably the most apps that have been listed you definitely are you're an app addict that's for sure sean and, I am, uh, you're just I am. enthused about this industry that you're in so it's, it's lovely to hear the passion behind uh you know you talk about the app usage as well as uh uh you know the the, the app developers that you're helping out as well uh, this has been great. I, honestly, I could go on for forever. I mean, clearly, I'm sure there's uh, in fact, do you feel like I've missed on anything that we should have uh, covered to help the indie app developer community that's listening to this?
0: um no, I think I think we've covered most of the most aspects now. How do we encourage you know your followers to check out preapps.com? dot um, It's free to post your app and gain exposure um, and you know for those that are that are interested, I'd be happy to provide an exclusive promo code uh, for, for the followers of AppGuy to simply use the text AppGuy, A-P-P-G-U-I. Uh, and you could receive 15% off on any of our, of our services, uh, both on, on our pre apps platform, as well as our, our value added marketing services as well. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm here if anyone wants to reach out and has any further questions, um, I'd be happy to help.
1: Yeah. How do we reach out and connect with you, Sean?
0: Uh, you can go to, uh, you know, preapps.com and create an account, uh, and you can go to our contact page or you can shoot me an email directly and go, it's casto, C-A-S-T-O at preapps.com.
1: Wonderful. Sean, I have to give you just enormous amounts of credit for just being so passionate about what you do and, uh. And also just helping the community out, you know, it's, it's such an authentic journey you've you've shared with us there. Uh, so just to remind everybody, everybody listening, that uh, just go uh, check out uh, uh, pre apps, and also there's a promo code that Sean just mentioned, the App Guy. Uh, app guy just throw that in and you'll get 15 percent discount uh, which is wonderful Uh, and and obviously a reward for you listening uh, to the show thanks very much sean for joining us on the app guy podcast and uh, we'd love to keep uh, up to date with you and uh, and help you in any way we can
0: absolutely thank you very much paul i really appreciate being included in this and uh, looking forward to following up you soon